Hello, and welcome to another episode of Carrie Understanding. I'm Carrie, and I'm here with my co-host. Hello, I'm Liam, and we're here again. Yes, another one. It's been a minute, but, you know, I figured I'm going to do this whenever I want. I'm not going to be pressured to put something out every week, especially when the average listening time is 55 seconds. You never know. That, that could go up. It could go. It so could. as of right now, as of this episode date, we only have an average listening time of 55 seconds within with listeners up to, I think we hit 10 listeners for the first one. Yeah. Double digits on your first try. I know. That's pretty good. I mean, some of them were probably me on various um, platforms. Me on like my computer and my phone and other people's phones. Well, that's that number is going to go up. This yeah. time, because yeah. everyone knows sequels are better. History has told us that sequels are always better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, before we get into it, how are you? I'm good. I feel like the outdoors hasn't been any kinder since my bicycle incident. Oh, give us an update on that one. Well, I think after the bicycle, we tried to do some yard work. It went pretty good until I got ravenous poison ivy and my body was consumed not as bad as as you know the fall when uh you know i swelled up like a like a balloon at a fairground but i think that was just because i was more on top of it this time and we i knew how bad it could get but nature has not been kind since we tried to go outside last time i did buy a new bike though yeah how is it uh it's all right i mean it was 60 bucks and i'm already thinking about selling it and i've only had it for like eight hours Oh, okay. That that sounds promising. I mean, do what you gotta do. Well, I want to ride a bike, and that's what I want to do, so... And now you have two. That's true. But now I have two that I want to... I have to fix. Instead of one that I had to fix. Womp womp. Well... What about you? Nothing. There really hasn't been anything. Yeah. I know, I'm the same. I finally got all my unemployment, too. Oh, yes. So now I'm I'm part of the problem. Oh, yeah? Because I feel bad. Because I'm literally making more money than I would if I, if this wasn't happening. And I don't, I feel bad that I don't feel bad. I need money. Okay, money that's ta- fair. Money takes you places. That's fair. Well, how about we just get right into it this week? This is something um, that was new to you that you've you hadn't really seen before, but we were. I don't know how it came up. How did we? How did we start? You were telling me about. You were telling me about a prequel book for Hunger Games was coming out. Yes, yes. There's a prequel for the Hunger Games books coming out. It's supposed to be the tenth and the tenth Hunger Games, which the first Hunger Games. Is I thought it was the twenty fifth Hunger Games. I thought we said it, you said it was the tenth, and I said, I "Oh, it makes more sense saying... for them to do the first quarter quell." And then we looked it up, and it actually was the first quarter quell. See. The ten years after the end of the war, I think I kept saying it was twenty five, but it actually was ten. Oh. So yeah, it's said sixty four years before it. Okay, so. There is a new Hunger Games book that is coming out. It is called, it's a prequel. It's called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. 
and it's supposed to be set 64 years before the Hunger Games that we all know and love. So it has President Snow, who's evil, spoiler alert, he's evil in the other series, and this is supposed to be him young, and apparently he's supposed to be like a protagonist in this, which I'm not sure how he could be, but I guess we'll find out. <clears throat> but that got us, I brought it up and I said, oh, they're having a prequel of the Hunger Games series coming out. And then Liam said that he's only seen the first and maybe part of the second Hunger Games series of the movies. I, I can I, I can confirm now that after we watched all of them, I definitely had seen the second one all the way through. I just forgot about it. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, the Hunger Games series, if you don't know it, I don't know why you wouldn't know it, but we're all new here, I suppose. I mean, the first Hunger Games book came out in 2008. So you could be a 12-year-old right now, and you were like, what? But, I mean, I guess unless you saw the movies, because the first, the books came out in 2008, 2009, and 2010. And then the movie, the first movie came out in 2012. So, I mean... You could be eight years old right now and you're like, I don't know about that. That's like me when Forrest Gump came out. I was like, hmm? I, didn't, I don't think I even saw that movie until I was like 20, so. I didn't realize the books came out that, like, close to the movies. Well, I remember when I was in ninth grade, so that was 2008, 2009 school year. My teacher was, we were in the library, my English teacher was like, if you guys want a new book... My suggestion is The Hunger Games. It's a series. It's like, it's about like dystopian and kids and like they're killing each other for like a like a thing. And I was like, I'm automatically turned off by this because my book series that I read was like the Click series, TTYL, the Magic School Bus. No, I mean I'm not a I'm not a huge reader. And to be honest, I mean I didn't read I didn't read any of these books. So any discussion of this is going to be based off the movie. So if that turns you off, this is your exit. Because I know some people who read books don't like movie-only watchers. I don't know. I didn't read the books. Maybe maybe my complaints will make them stay. Maybe they'll go... Yeah, so we'll see. So we watched them all because they were all free on Freeform. If you have a cable provider... So shout out to my cable provider. I will not name them until they pay me to name them. Shout out though. So, I mean, you're the one, I mean, first one, what was your thoughts? I always liked the first one. That one I'd seen like three or four times already. Like I'd always seen the first one. Yes. I like the first one because it's, I like movies that, ugh, I like movies where it sucks for the main character. Yeah. <laughs> it's just more emotional. Yeah. So let me just, before we really get into it, let's just say what the first one is about in case anyone who hasn't seen the movie in a while is like, I can't remember. They all jumble together. Because I feel like some of these like things, you don't remember what happens of what. Especially I would say like Harry Potter's the worst. You don't know what's happening and what. So we're in the world of Pan Am, which is what North America used to be. There's a District 12. There's a girl there. Her name is Katniss. Today is the reaping. Two kids are getting picked, one boy, one girl, to be chosen to be part of the Hunger Games and fight 22 other 
boys and girls from the other 11 districts and the winner will be you know get money and food and sustenance for their their district 12 is all the way at the end not doing too well they're sad but Katniss gets picked she she well Katniss volunteers as tribute heroically for her sister and then we have Peta played by the famous Josh Hutcherson I mean Jennifer Lawrence obviously is the main character but we're just going to talk about Josh Hutcherson for a second because he's the true star we all know him from our childhood growing up and so yeah they have to fight to the death in this one and this is going to be a spoiler if you haven't seen it I'm sorry the movie came out eight years ago so stop it now and go watch it Katniss gets some in the end she says, hey, let's eat these berries, Peta, and let's show them who's boss. I skipped over, like, an entire hour and a half of the movie to this part. But they both, they get the two winners, and Snow is not happy about it. And then that's how it ends. <laughs> was, yeah. that a, was that a good explanation of the film? I mean, you hit, like, a bunch of major point. You hit the major points. Of the beginning and the end. Katniss doesn't (laughs) want to kill anybody. She doesn't want to be there. She's like, this is stupid. Obviously, the people who live closer to the capital, like District 1 and 2, who are very wealthy and train the kids into being killers. They're like, we got this. We're going to volunteer. They have people volunteer all the time. And as it goes up in the districts, it gets, you know, the more, uh, the poor, more. (laughs) As it goes up, the less the people are happy about it and go along with it. So, you know, Candace is there. She's just like, I'm not going to, I don't want to kill anybody. I'm just going to look out for myself. And then it starts getting messy with PETA because then he starts telling on television that he's in love with her. And then she's like, I hate this, but people need to like me so that they can give me some stuff during the games. Um, she befriends Rue, who's this little 12 year old reminds her of her sister and then Rue gets killed and Katniss is like, now I'm done playing. This is serious. And then they change the rules that two people from the same district can survive. So then they work together. But then they're like, psych, you can't do that anymore. And then that's that. And then Snow gets mad because she tries to trick him and be like, either we're both getting out of here or no one's getting out of here. So yeah. So then they win the Hunger Games. And... Uh, I think it was a good ending for what was to come after that. I feel like if it didn't, if the movie didn't take off and they just ended it like that, I feel like it, it would have been like, hmm, wonder what's going to happen. I mean, you can obviously read the books. I mean, yeah. That happened anyway. You wonder what's going to happen. That's like the point. Yeah. Whatever. So there's four of them. No, well, there's three books and four movies. Well, yeah, but. But let me let let me know because you had some thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I thought the, they just kept. I mean, I feel like this is just a franchise thing anyway. I feel like people would also fight me on that. But they just seem to like get worse. I definitely, I I really didn't like the last two that much at all. I really liked the first one, but I've seen it more than once, so that that alone just tells you that I liked it enough to watch it more than once. Pisa sucks. Gale sucks. They all suck. I didn't like... None of them are likable. Like, I 
I just felt bad for them, but I none of them were likable. Maybe that's the point. It's like like Katniss people. sucks. Like I know her whole character is like you're not likable, but I did like I didn't. It, she was an, she was really annoying. Peter was like such a <laughs> such a pussy. <laughs> he was so weak. He was just like such a flop. Yeah. That jo- like I know that's the character. That's why I think Josh Hutcherson was so good. But Peter sucks. He straight up sucks. He's supposed to be so strong, and he's literally like a baby kitten. Yeah, I felt like... I don't think Katniss should just have been with anybody, to be honest, like, in these series, because she just, like... I I felt no chemistry for either one of them. If there was a little bit, if I felt a little bit of chemistry, I would say it was more with Gail, because they had more interests that were similar. And, like, she did have, like, a little crush on him, you know? And she didn't like Peta. I'm like, yeah, but she like felt a soft spot for him because he threw her burnt bread, and he in the rain while she sat there, he picked her over the the pigs to feed, and you know, and he loved her even though it seemed like they barely knew each other. But I guess it happens when you're in a that situation. But like, I don't know. There was like a lot of like kissing throughout the whole series. Oh my god! She always kissed them every time, and it was like Gail was like. You only do this to, you only give me attention when I'm hurting. And I was like, yeah, Gail, stand up for yourself. But she kept doing it anyway. And I just felt there was no connection with any man. I didn't care. I didn't feel bad for Gail, though. Like, that was the thing. Like, he, to me, he was, like, just as annoying. Yeah, he was kind of, well, in the first one, he kind of was, like, not even there. So I'm kind of surprised he got, like, the third, the third name ticket in the, I mean, I guess they were just selling it because it was, like, after the last song or whatever. They probably but... just listed that as, like, the franchise. Like, overall, like, they, they knew what was happening already. Like That's true. It's like, oh, well, Liam's Hem- Liam Hemsworth is Liam Hemsworth. So he's going to get the third name. In the... I mean, you know, a bunch of people were had bigger roles in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Woody Harrelson should have gone further up in he the should've. credits if it was, like, Especially for the movie. first one. It should have been, like, uh, Jennifer Lawrence... Josh Hutcherson, Woody Harrelson, um, what's her name? Who played Effie? Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence, Josh Hutcherson, Woody Harrelson. Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. And then Liam Hemsworth. But Yeah, it just annoyed me because, like, I couldn't get the vibe, like, as a watcher, I couldn't get the vibe of the movie, because I feel like the point is, like, Katniss isn't likable, but we should get, as, like, an audience, the inside scoop on, like, oh, but, like, she has these redeeming qualities, and she's, like, we know she's the hero that she can be, and I was just like, I didn't get that, like, I just didn't like her as much as most of the people in the movie. Yeah. Felix, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character liked her the most. Yeah. Maybe Cinna. He seems to uh, like her. He's like, the only reason she was likable is because of him. Yeah. I mean, the girl on fire. Still wonder how they did that. Not in real life, like, in the Pan Am world. It's like, how's she not getting burned? I don't but know, But I guess that's, but that's, that's a side note, but... Um... Yeah, it just, like, I don't know, that... The, the whole story that across the four movies the this like the story just kind of dragged because towards the end she 
I don't like was she supposed she was supposed to be like rebellious like I was confused and you you had to tell me like she went when she went to the front lines when they attacked the capital I thought the point she like literally snuck out and she's like nobody will know like I'm just gonna kill President Snow and then she got there and like everyone was like Oh my god, it's Katniss Everdeen, like the, the, whatever, the bird. The Mockingjay. And then Liam Hemsworth is like, oh hey, let's go. uh, This is like from 2014, because it was like uh, when uh, the last Maze Runner was supposed to be coming out, even though I don't think Maze Runner even was out yet, because that whole thing that happened with Dylan O'Brien almost dying, and it like halted it for like a year. And I think one of the, like, the Divergent series movies was coming out, maybe it was like, um, insurgent. I don't know. I really like fell off of those because this this was like a whole time period. Because this movie came out in twenty twelve, and then like all these other like dystopian teen novels started becoming films, and it was like it just was like a trend. So Variety did this article of like ranking all the movies from like worst to best, and it's funny that you say that you think that after like the Hunger Games it declined as it goes because they put i think they put they put the last one as like their favorite like um catching fire part two i think it was is that the last one yeah no catching fire is a second mocking jay part two yeah okay yeah they said that mocking jay part two like was their favorite like they put i think like they put catching fire then hunger games then like one and two and like those were like all towards the front though and they were saying all the other ones and I mean, I think, I think this one set like, I mean, and there's obviously there's so many dystopian young adult novels, which I find kind of like weird and like, they all are like very similar and they all have like, they're all like the main character is like this like beautiful girl who's like natural and then all of like, it's just like weird. And then for some reason, all the women are like, it's like all the women are like the heads and presidents of these things. But like two of the movies, like the women have like sleek gray hair and like another one, she's just like blonde, but it's like, they all have like the same like story plot. So like Hunger Games, I went all the way through. Like I probably went to every single midnight premiere of all of them. But like the other ones, like I only saw the first Divergent. I only saw the first Maze Runner. I never even saw, um... Oh, I can't even remember the name of it. It had Taylor Swift in it. That's all I remember. It had Meryl Streep. and what? Yeah. She was like probably a minor role. I'm sure. Um, oh, I can't remember. I think... Oh, God. Was it Jeff Bridges in it? It's like... Oh, gosh. I have to look it up now. I had it on the tip of my tongue when I was looking all this stuff up the other day. Movies. The Giver. The Giver is supposed to be like their live in this world where they have no like emotions or something have no feelings so that there's no like because there's like a war about it or something so like no one has feelings and then there's this one person that is like the keeper of all of the feelings and then he has an apprentice so like the main character becomes the apprentice because like taylor swift's character was supposed to be the apprentice but then when she found out all these memories that people had she like offed herself because she was like so upset so like that whole thing is about like getting their memories back and knowing what happened and being able to feel things and then Meryl Streep is like the main person and she has like this sleek gray hair and I'm like what is this with the gray hair like I think it's supposed to be like some natural 
elegance or something. Well, it was but... like Julianne Moore in Hunger Games. Yeah. By the way, if you're going to watch a movie with no emotion and you don't want some mushy-gushy teen stuff, go watch Equilibrium with Christian Bale. He saves a puppy. Is that a dystopian? Yeah, it's like a dystopian. Christian Bale is like this... He's like a police officer who kills the, re- the, the rebels who don't take their emotionless pills or whatever. But then he starts to feel emotion and he like saves a dog and he has a son and it's like he gets conflicted because now he wants to feel and then he he like becomes part of the rebellion. It's crazy. Weird. It's like one of his older movies, but really weird. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, once Hunger Games, like once it got to the second one, they had a different director and like I really like it's one of those classic we we talked about when we watched it that it was like one of the classic is that the sec the sequel to the first movie gets like this huge budget change and then everything goes CGI and it's like all bigger but it like I don't think it makes it better it's just like there's too much going on they had more girl on fire and then in this one it's the quarter quell and it's the next year and snow to get back at her is like every 25 years we got to do something to shake it up so this year we're having all of the former tributes are now being the only names put into the the lottery jar. And of course, because Katniss is the only District 12 female, she has to go in. And they're all upset. Peter goes and volunteers himself over Hamish because he is a nice guy. I kind of liked, I think Catching Fire might have been my favorite one. <laughs> They're f- the first two are good. Like, they're fine. But that also is, like, why they ruined... It's just like a, it's just like a franchise thing. They should have just made the last one one movie because they... Dr- the point of a movie is to, like, take all the best parts of a book and kind of tell a story and cut trim the fat. Because you have two hours to tell something that would probably take you, like... I don't know, like, days to read if you're, like, an avid reader. Yeah. But it's just, like, they just dragged it out. And then, like... The whole point of the movies to me are the Hunger Games. And I get like, I get like the point of the story is like that it's the end of the Hunger Games and this big like overthrowing of like the rich and the, the corrupt power, but they dragged it out. So I feel like the the core of the story revolves around the games and by making two movies outside of the games and just being about war and stuff, it's like, I get it. Like I've seen that story before. Just finish, just finish it. That should be your third act. You know what I mean? They they dragged it out and it became an entire half of the franchise, and it was just like ugh, I I get it. Like, but I feel like I could have seen all the stuff I saw across the two movies in one movie. I feel like I get what you mean, but like the whole point is that when they were at war and they're trying to get closer to the capital, like they were doing like their it was like their own like worldwide hunger game. Like, but instead of like the twenty four people in it, it's like. The entire Pan Am is, like, in the Hunger Games. Like, everyone is trying to survive and it's kill or be killed. Like, even when they were they were in the capital and they had to, like, sneak around and they had, they had that little machine that told them where, um, like... Traps or whatever. Where traps and things were. It was, like, things that they used for the Hunger Games. It was supposed to be, like, a bigger take. Like, now it's, like, being used in the real world just as, like, a fighting technique. And it just shows how, like, crazy it is. And I mean... I guess, but yeah. I still think like that could have been one movie. I guess so. It could have literally been her like coming out of the hospital and then like we could have seen like in more of a montage like 20 minute segment her like being molded into this like face for the rebellion and then 
you find out about Peter like he's being corrupt and you couldn't you didn't yeah. have to drag that out and you could have just made one epic like yeah. I just feel like that never works. The only way the only movie I ever saw that worked was Infinity War and Endgame because there was so much to pack in. But I just felt like I was watching the same thing for too long in the last two Hunger Games. But the difference the difference there though is that like a, a Infinity War and Endgame were based off comics which they they have a lot for the films. They have a lot more that they need to like fill in because like if you read a comic book it's like they just like have little speech bubbles and then they like talk and then they fight but like you need a lot more for a film and like the difference is that like a book the difference is then a book is like the complete opposite and has so much information that most of the time when they're adapted into films like a lot of stuff is cut out so like the difference is like the russo brothers is that who wrote it the last ones so the russo brothers like had to have, like, they came up with a lot of extra things on top of what the comic book is doing, you know? They had to have a little, some extra, like, filling stuff. So they made it, and they probably also were pressure from Disney to, like, split this into two so we can make double the profit. I don't know. I, I'm, I mean, comic books are, like, series, though, you know what I mean? It's like... But it's, it's different. Comic books and novels are not the same thing. No, I know that, but I'm just saying, I feel like my my counter for that would be like a book has a lot of like a book is a book for a reason like it's very detailed and it, you have to build a world in these pages but like the beauty of a movie is you have the visuals already like that's the movie tells her if the book just you don't even realize it but think about how many words in a book you would read describing a scene or describing an outfit or describing a weapon or whatever or how someone dies like in a movie, you don't need any of that, and because in moments it's right in front of you. Yeah. But in a comic book, or in a comic book series, you have, you do have less story in thirty pages or fifty pages or whatever or twenty pages, but you have a lot of visuals to go with that. So it's like that's why, you know, you have series of comic books, where they have to in the same way that people who read, who adapt books, they have to like adapt visuals and decide what's gonna go and stay and all this stuff because i think like originally what started like civil war for like another one of the event or like marvel movies or whatever was like something like a school blew up or something and like children died and that was what triggered it like they killed like some other hero that was like never even in the like movies that we saw like blew up a built a school or something and all these children died and then iron man was like oh christ and then captain america was like uh oh yeah but, like, with Hunger Games, like, I just feel like they could have made, I, I, they, I mean, they would have made three movies, obviously, but they just wanted to make more money. I guess so. But I feel like, well, what you find out is that, I mean, like, when they go into the, the ring and then everyone's like, all right, like, let's get teams because everyone knows each other. And then she, of course, like, because she's Katniss, she picks, like, the people who are not, like, seem... Like, they're going to be helpful in any way. Like, they pick, like, the older woman, and they pick the two, like, science people, and then Finnick is, who's part of, who's, like, did it when one, when he was, like, 14, which is absolutely crazy to me if it was real. But, like, so he's part of it, and then all of a sudden, like, 
as the movie progresses, it becomes like, oh, like, everyone doesn't want to kill Katniss. But then for some reason, they all, like, to me, they all seem trustworthy the entire time. And the Katniss is like, we need to leave. We need to go. Like, we can't, like, we can't be here. We got to go. We got to go. And then you find out at the end, like, she shoots the arrow into the ceiling and then disrupts the entire game, which was the point the whole time. And they kind of lead her the way there. And then that's how she be officially becomes the Mockingjay part of it that leads you into it but then like you said she shot the arrow after she found out that they were like protecting her or whatever right like they at that point they already knew that she because did she ever know that no. people were protecting her on purpose no they they um did well, peace? No, no 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 she found out that they were becoming because she was kind of like then they started like having joanna who's like the axe wielding woman they were, like, she was confused about, like, how everyone was, like, because then she's, like, I brought them out for you. And then Peter told her that they, like, had a thing that they made a bigger alliance of people. And then after the after the disruption of the Hunger Games when she wakes up and then it's only her and Finnick and they find out that Peter got captured by the Capitol and all this jazz. They find out, like, all but, like, two of people that were in that Hunger Games were in on, like, helping... Helping to keep her alive and helping to, like, disrupt the games. Like, it's part of it. I don't know. Like, she knew, I guess, when she saw the arrow to, like, shoot it up at the ceiling, I guess. But then... But then all she cares about is, like, getting PETA. And I'm like, he should have been the one. And I'm like, he was literally so weak. He, even though he was... His, like, help thing was, like, he could, like, throw things and be really strong because he was a baker and could, like, decorate himself into being... Everybody knows that bakers are the strongest of the people. Yeah, it was just like, they were like, oh, he's like really like nice and like polite, but he like, give him a 10, like a 50 pound bag of flour and you're done. And then like, or give him some paint and he will disappear and you'll never find him. And I'm like, how are they, like, how did he find any of this stuff? And like, I, him throwing things is not going to stop him from someone shooting him with the spear. So... Her thinking that, like, he was, like, anywhere, like, more important to be the face of this rebellion, it just didn't make sense to me. So, I mean, she was just... And then we find out that there's a District 13 this whole time, and they're, like, militarized, and they keep doing chants going, hoo-ah, hoo-ah, which was really weird to me. And then they're obviously, like, they all wear the same outfits, and, like, it's very, like, almost communistic... And they're like, we are taking over the rebellion. We're gonna get snow, and then things become like wild from that, and then it just starts becoming like, I guess, kind of like you said, that it kind of goes away from the main point of the first two. It just be like it expands to become more than it kind of becomes more of like now you're realizing like, well, why like this is what they did the Hunger Games for to prevent. Not saying that, like, the Hunger Games were better, but, you know. Yeah. It just became a war movie. Like, that was it. It just became a war movie. It became, like, Star Wars or something. Yeah. It's just, like, you have the people who are, like, impoverished and, and like, are, you, you know, nobody cares about them. And then they, it's just, like, a rebellion. They just fight up against the people who are in power and rich and don't care it's like you know yeah it kind of like followed like a harry potter thing that it was like everyone that loves the main character like will fight 
and die for this main character to help them because they're what matters the most. And then the main character is like, everyone dies because of me and I can't do this anymore. And I need to be like the one that takes it all. Like it was like the same feeling of it, which I don't know. Like I actually looked up when I was looking up this things the other day, they characterized Harry Potter as a dystopian story. Which I was like, first of all, is it? First of all, uh, I feel like Harry Potter, it was way more worth saving Harry Potter. Like, if you if you were... Let's say that these universes were joined, and, like, the, the Hunger Games happens, like, hundreds of years after the ev- events of Harry Potter, and you're just, like, some old guy who, like, never dies. If you're, like, witnessing Harry Potter, like, the, the, the boy who lived, or whatever, like, try to take down, like, this dark prince of, you know, darkness. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, this guy, this, this kid is putting his life on the line to save, like, existence. Like, Voldemort's gonna be killing all the mudbloods, all the muggles, and all the wizards, or whatever, like, whatever his motivation was. Like, you know, we saw what he did to, to, you know, Edward Cullen in the maze. He stopped his heart or whatever. Yeah. And, but then like in the hunger games, maybe, you know, maybe I care a little less because it's happening, but it's happening in one country. It's happening in like dystopian America. Yeah. So like, yeah. Is it that threatening? People are more just fighting for themselves and they're right for, to be treated equal or whatever. Yeah. But Harry Potter is way more worth saving. Yeah. Even though I don't want to get off too off topic because I feel like I could do an entire thing about Harry Potter. But I will say that Harry Potter, since he did have Voldemort in him, if they, like, offed him way at the beginning, then they would have gotten one of his, um, oh god, what are they called? Horcruxes. Yeah, they would have gotten one of his Horcruxes, like, out of the way. Although they did end up saving him in the end so he didn't have to die for it but i'm just saying voldemort was like attract like they had that connection and i think that if they just killed harry potter from the get-go wouldn't have been as big of a problem but that's neither here nor there right now but yeah i don't know Candace was like hmm i i don't know they just like at this point they could have had gail be the face of it no, God, that would have been so bad. No? I would have hated that. Why? Because even, like, by the time you get to the end, you if you didn't already dislike him like I did anyway, he just sucks in, in the end anyway. Yeah, I It's just so. like, he's he just be- like, he becomes, like, a, too, like, dedicated to the cause, and he's blinded by, like, you know, and then I just felt like it also didn't fit his character, like, I Maybe it did, but, like, I get that he's like, oh, you know, like, oh, they treat us bad, and I watched all these people die, and I only saved so many, and I could, I should have saved more, and, like, but then he's, like, going off, like, oh, like, I'll kill kids, whatever it takes, right? The capital can go to hell. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's, maybe, now I'm gonna retract my statement and not say Gail, because now I thought about it, and he probably wouldn't have gotten the vibes at the, like, end of part two that, like, the uh, president was becoming like the next snow in a way. She's like, let's put the kids in from the Capitol and do the same thing over again. Which I was like, what? You know, that didn't make sense to me because I was like, what Capitol kids are left? Because they like obliterated all the kids. Yeah, they were popping So I was off. like, what kids are there to use? Which was weird to me. So 
the only like time that I was like, way to go, Katniss. Like you do it was at the end when she decided to like off the new president and then just like people you go for snow you take him down i'm gonna walk away and then she had her moments like she was fine and like also i feel like coin like julianne moore's character yeah i feel like i didn't see enough of her for her to be like the menace behind the curtain, you know what I mean? I kind of, I did again, like, I didn't like her either. She kind of sucked. Like, I got that vibe the whole time. But then when President Snow was like, oh, yeah, she's gonna, you know, she sucks. She's gonna take my place and she'll be worse. I was like, I could have figured that, but. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess overall, overall, I think of all the dystopian made movies, again, I mean, this is, like, the only one of the dystopian movies that I've, like, continued the series of. Because the other ones were not, like, enjoying... Like, I didn't enjoy them enough to, like, keep going with them. And I'm not counting Harry Potter. I don't care what they say. It's not dystopian at all. Like, you saw where he lived. It was normal. Even in the Harry Potter world, it was all fine. It was just, like, magical. Like, that's the difference. It was just, like, dark and whatever. But I would still say this one was probably, like... I don't know. It, it. I think it had, like, the most... Like, it was... It felt like it could, like, be a reality. Like, of all the movies that are just open, like, it felt like this is actually something that could end up happening. I don't want it to happen. But I'm saying it felt the most real. Like, it didn't have, like... But why would that happen? I mean, you see... Because you see stuff like that all the time in, like, society. Yeah. Like, rich people suck. Look at Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm never gonna get into that, but, like... It's just, yeah. that's, you know, like, it's just, like, if people were more desperate, like, right now, like, you know, like, if you're poor, or, or not even poor, like, if you're, like, middle class or whatever, and, like, you have issues with the government, like, it's fine, but you also have enough things to keep you going where you're just like, well, that sucks, but whatever, I still have a car and a house and a job, and my life is cool, I have money. Yeah. But, like, if you were, like, living in a shack and eating burnt bread... Which, by the way, Peter just straight up throws in the mud in the rain. It's not like he's like... <laughs> yeah, with those big it's arms. It's not like he's like, hey, yeah, yeah, he can throw 50 pound sacks, but he can't like spiral a roll a, a loaf of bread. Like, <laughs> he just tosses it in the mud. Like, yeah, here. Yeah. But like, if that was like the case, then yeah, you could like people like, you know, I'm sure. I'm, I mean, we've, you've, it's probably, it's happened in poorer countries, you know, but whatever. Yeah. But... This is just like, uh, it. I mean, what does it say? I mean, I love movies. This is the only one of those series. Not not only that, like, I watched all the way through. It's the only one I've watched. Period. The Divergent, like, not even not even considering watching that. The the Maze Maze Runner, nope, not even in my field of view. And until you said The Giver twenty minutes ago, I didn't even know that existed. That's literally made up to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, this is all, it's definitely the best one. Like, the other ones, I, I, don't, I, don't, I do not care. Yeah. Well. And also, the characters are probably the worst, but I feel like the actors are the best. Yeah. I think I kind of liked that no one was really that likable, and it just made you, like, kind of follow the plot more. It just, like, it it didn't give me someone to root... And, like, Katniss, like, by the end, like, she has nothing. 
I mean, yeah. do you think she's even really that happy? Yeah, she's like, well, my sister died. My best friend betrayed me. My mom's useless since the get-go. <laughs> uh, my my lover wanted to kill me and thinks I'm evil for a while. And, like, I have to save the entire Pan Am country to be back to normal. And it's all on my shoulders and everyone wants to kill me and know what I'm doing. But now I'm going to have these two kids... One of the big old fat baby at the end, and I'm gonna sing to him like I did my sister, and then it's like a circle poem. I mean, it comes full circle, but like, she now like is completely by herself, and she. She's not by herself. She has Peta. Yeah, but like, do, do you think she like actually loved him in the end? He did a very sweet gesture, but it, like his mind was yeah. like flayed, well, that's like, what I'm saying. like beef. That's what I was saying. I said they don't really, they have no chemistry, and like I just like I never, I never felt it. it like maybe in the books the chemistry is there, but like I don't know what it was. She just like she was not given off the vibes that she was interested. In. And no, I that, think she settled. That's also the other thing. Just like I'm just have to rewind for a second, but you said the thing about him trying to kill her when he was like brainwashed. Yeah. Um, why is it that, like, even, even in, like, the extremities of the Hunger Games, yeah. Peter get Peter, <laughs> Peter gets his, like, he gets his ass kicked. Like, he's gonna die yeah. in the first one. Yeah. But then, fast forward to the fourth one, and he's, like, still not all there. Like, his brain is still fried, and... He's, like, having these PTSD-like panic episodes, and he couldn't sleep. Um, meanwhile, the last time we saw him, he literally tried to, you know, like, rip Katniss's head off. And when he does try to kill her, he's, like, the Incredible Hulk. He literally, like, forget, for, like, forget the Hunger Games. Or don't forget the Hunger Games. Like, how long, how much earlier was that? Like, a year ago? Not even a year ago? Or maybe a year between, like... Across the all four movies. Oh, like the span in the, the yeah, no like a year, like eighteen months, maybe. Like I don't know how long Peter was at the Capitol and how long the rebellion was going on before they like. I would say that, I would say that all happened like pretty quick. So yeah, I would say like eighteen months or less. The entire storyline. So like in eighteen months, like eighteen months ago, Peter was a straight up like spaghetti leg, you know, loser. He c couldn't like lift up a li you know lift up a sandwich. Yeah. Except unless he could lift up a loaf of bread. But, um, suddenly you drop him mentally unhinged in a militaristic environment with a bunch of trained military District 13 people where, like, military is their thing. Yeah. And he's, like, throwing them around, like, the bench in Endgame when Hulk, like, throws the bench. Because he's like, Row! you know, and he... Yeah. It's like they can't stop him. Yeah. Except Gale, you know. He's a gale. He's a gale. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. So final thoughts on the series. I, I liked the first one. I get the idea. It got dragged out and the characters suck. I hate them all. My thought is I like them all equally. I think from watching really? them, I think from watching them, like when they came out, like I was really hyped into it. I like... I really liked it. I think maybe during like Mocking Jay Part One, like when like the build up for it kind of got a little slow. But my I liked it, but I don't like Katniss that much. And then that kind of makes me 
feel weird about every interaction she has with anybody except for Sinna. Like, it was, that was the only genuine, like, love that I feel like she felt for anyone except for her sister. Yeah, I want to like Peter, super annoying, but maybe that was just Josh Hutcherson doing such a good job because he's awesome. Yeah. Katniss, I felt nothing. Did, like, didn't really... What does it say that, like, I just, like, I, I didn't care how she felt at the end when, like, she's left with nothing. Yeah. I only cared because it was shocking, the things that happened. Like, when her sister got dusted. Yeah. Um... I literally, like, my favorite character, like, my two favorite characters, Finnick, who, like, really underutilized in the, in the, in the, like, last two, and then he gets, like, his heroic moment, and then gets eaten by those weird, like, yeah, goblin people. Yeah. And Hamish. What does that tell you that my favorite character is the alcoholic who doesn't care about anything? Yeah. I'm really surprised Hamish made it through the whole time. That was kind of crazy. <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm, I'm like, I don't regret watching all of them finally. Yeah. Because now I like can say like, okay, I've seen them all. Yeah. I don't even honestly remember what happened in the third one. That's what I'm saying. It was kind of like pointless. Yeah. Because all the things that matter in the fourth one. No. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, now they're gonna have the new book come out, the prequel. Um, I think they've already decided they're making it into a movie, so. We already, like, yeah. we already know where I'll see the book on the shelf at the store. I'll be like, oh, new book. But I just know in my soul that I'm going to wait until the movie comes out. So we'll see how that goes and see if, you know, if it feels like it's within the same, you know, sometimes when they have different directors or just time passes and new technologies, sometimes they feel like they don't mesh together. But we'll see. And then we can review that too. But we'll see if this is still happening by Ben. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll probably see it, because I see all these movies, but... Yeah. So, we'll see. And then, um... And then we'll talk about it. But, yeah. Um, wow. We actually did a lot better on this one than we did the last one. We've talked a lot longer. I think it was in a bunch of rambles, <laughs> but that's the way that we work. And I don't really care, so... There's just so much to unpack. There is. There I was... feel like we probably missed a bunch, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, whatever. We didn't talk about a lot of stuff, but it's okay. Because this is, this is me understanding. This is how I understand it. It's through bits and pieces that I don't talk to anyone else about. Hi. Except me. Except you. And that's okay. So, that is all for this episode of Carrie Understanding. Thank you so much for listening. If you still are, probably not. <laughs> wink, wink. You probably lost you like... Th- 55 seconds probably maybe let's see if we can go for a minute this time on average listening we'll see but thank you for watching wait thank you for listening (laughs) thank you for listening and we'll see you i would say we'll see you next week like i did in the other one but now it's actually been over two weeks so we'll see you next time we'll see see you when we see you you'll hear us when you hear us and that's all with that so have a good day. Or night. <laughs> or night. Whatever floats your boat. Okay, bye. Bye.